0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Into the Combine. I'm your host, Stan the Man.
1: I'm Jason. I'm Shoddy. hoping that there's uh, more ladies than gentlemen out there. but
0: Yeah, <laughs> I see a couple popping up lately. It's
2: nice. So we have a diverse group of people. What are you looking around for? You're not in the market. I'm just noticing. <laughs> I can, A man can notice. Well, yeah, you're on a diet. You can still look at the menu. You can browse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm with you. Oh, so are you? You're
1: on a diet.
2: <laughs> you can look at the menu, dude. <laughs> all
1: right well well, let's break it down down first yeah
0: yeah break down
1: That was good? Yeah, that was good. I enjoyed that.
2: You don't sound very enthused.
1: <laughs> whoa, 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 dude. Whoa. I said I fucking liked it, all right? That's all Can that you, should matter.
0: You want to guess what part of that clip I did not like? The, the cleaner vocals? Beginning? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I couldn't You're stand an that. you
2: asshole, man. Open your mind up. Well, who is nope. it? <laughs> uh, the band is called Eternal Sleep, and uh, this the song was Parlor Tricks. The album's from, or it's the emptiness of... They, this song like the... came out like in 2016, actually, but I just found them somehow, and that's what I liked about it, though. Do they throw in? They're not Ooh. on all the tracks, but they throw in some some strained sounding clean vocals here and there. But I didn't think it was bad. Like it has that like grungy kind of style to it, or something.
3: <laughs> I didn't like no, it, but I like. I didn't it rest. mind
1: it at all. I liked it.
2: You like your hardcore I... pierce, Stan?
0: Yeah, I do. Yeah. But I mean I like the music and stuff and I, I mean I heard that HM2 pedal in there and yeah, you know, oh, good yeah. good tones and stuff I just didn't like that particular part.
3: Huh.
2: Yeah, they do it like um you know a code orange will throw some of those grungier cleans in there sometimes and they do yeah. it here and there. It's never it's not a lot though. Just uh just enough to where like it, it they separate themselves from the hardcore pack a little bit. But it's still There's some still straightforward hardcore bangers on there and everything, but Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. I've been playing it quite a bit. It's a great gym album. So Eternal Sleep, check it out.
0: Yeah, I'll check it out. Oh, what are we doing today? Uh... Well, we're gonna do the breakdown. Oh no, we already did that. Okay, um, just looking at my notes here. Uh, what we're listening just to? Just reading the teleprompter. <laughs> this, fucking, this
1: fucking guy. We we already did the breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're of Next course gonna, bring some. gonna re-
2: We're gonna fuck with him like on Anchor Man. Like, Stan's a fucking idiot. <laughs>
1: I have my uh. finger in my asshole as we speak. Oh, and let next me for what we're listening to.
2: You gonna let me finish? What we're gonna talk about. Stan's mom.
0: Hey now, come. Oh, on. sorry. Yeah, that's a low blow.
3: Well but yeah, Stan. no. Uh,
0: we what we're listening to, and uh this week's topic is uh top five debut albums. Mm-hmm. And then we got a ooh, we got a cool interview today. Yeah. A- Adrian Erlandson. Yeah, you say it.
2: Yeah, from At the Gates. Haunted. Mm-hmm. Legend. He's pretty, <laughs> the legend. Yeah, Gates he's been in a few haunted. bands. <laughs> yeah. Cradle of he played in for a little bit, too. But At the Gates, yeah. Oh, and then also that Lurking Fear one, too. They did it. That, Their that, that oh, other project. Right. Wait, you was know? he
0: Carcass, or was that his brother?
2: Must have been his brother. Yeah, Daniel, I think. Okay, never mind. That's his Daniel. brother? He's in, wasn't yeah. he an arch enemy, too? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't realize they were brothers. I know. I mean, I've come across the name, and now that makes sense. Oh, yeah, they're both just been in mm. everything <laughs> oh shit good to know yeah. yeah so well let's start it off who's got something good stan did you you, you listen to anything this i do
0: Abounds? got one band this well i think we all are gonna talk about one album I. yeah yeah oh yeah wait, oh, on that yeah, oh, yeah. yeah
1: we'll we will do that one last should will be talking okay. about one album
0: all right well i'm gonna give you guys uh stan's weekly dose of dirty death metal um <laughs> go ahead should be a check segment. it out Yeah, so nothing uh, nothing special right there that's just dirty death metal at its best <laughs> what do we God. have there uh that yeah, is, well, is is the inquisitor De inquisitor De, yeah inquisitor there you go yeah. Uh, yeah something like that the inquisitor <laughs> <laughs> downfalls of the apostates
3: <laughs> okay it's a
0: uh, dark descent band oh yeah
2: okay that that muddy production makes sense
0: oh yeah i mean there's a couple (laughs) things i liked about this one i just like the production because it's so like primitive it's like sounds Mm -hmm. like a almost like a demo and like almost like maybe no metronome was used it was just kind of like dirty (laughs) like you you hear the ride bell like it's not really in time like i don't know
2: (laughs) it's just raw gives it some charm
0: but then i mean it's got riffs to back it up though the whole time
2: yeah, you know? yeah. And just brutal. Those fuck. vocals were interesting, too.
0: Yeah, it's kind of, it's like a, almost like the New York feel, like suffocation,
2: incantation kind of. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's just really dirty. Yeah, that, I, I don't I don't think I've ever even heard of them. Yeah. Not bad. And I, it didn't grab me right away, but then it hit a little groove at the end there. It's It was a hard one to pick a clip of because there's so yeah. many good riffs,
0: but they're, like, scattered. So it's like a mm-hmm. song's, like, hard to pick, you know? Mm-hmm. Gotta hear the whole
2: thing. So I was just... Picking the dirtiest one I could find. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should just make it a segment. Stan's dirty death metal pick. <laughs> I mean, it's really gonna be. That's. <laughs>
0: I might bring another
2: one to the table sometimes, but yeah, that's all I got today. <laughs> one, I forget what was like a while ago. One of the listeners was like, "You guys should talk about." this or do another spotlight on what it was something and i was like honestly good luck stan's just in his dirty death metal mo i don't think we're getting him out of it (laughs) i think it was for like another hardcore spotlight or something oh okay we're gonna have to wait a year Stan's stuck on this
0: (laughs) i'll do it if i have to but this This is why i do my spare time (laughs) Uh, all right um
2: what do do i have for us what do i have which ones did i go with why don't we um why don't you pick one? I, I forget what I picked, so we'll, uh, I'll remind on. myself. So that was, uh, skeleton witch.
0: Oh, wow! Yeah. That
2: was new song, Holy dude? shit! Yeah. Okay. A little different for skeleton witch. That was witch. fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. That
0: was like dude. so damn good. <laughs> I would have never thought that was that.
2: Yeah, dude. Fucking uh, new 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 albums coming out not till July. I've been looking in our promo box every day just waiting for it, but we haven't got it yet. But so that's the only track I've heard so far. It's called uh, "Fen of Shadows." And, uh, dude, I mean, they put out an EP last year, you know, they lost their vocalist a little while ago. They got their new vocalist from Wolfhammer and the EP hinted at this a little bit. Like their last track got into these bigger, a little more black metal tones than the thrashy fun stuff. But this track really goes way more for the serious, just epic fucking, but then, I don't know, dude. they just mix that black metal and those thrash riffs so good? Because their older stuff was just pure thrash, wasn't it? For the most part, they always—it was always like it had a blackened hint to it. I mean, his vocals were very black metal sounding. They would remember, throw things in there, but yeah, it was way more of the fun thrashy short songs. Where this is like a seven-minute song.
0: Okay, yeah. I and mean, I love that. Black. Dude, Dude, it, was it was like really I, f- fucking cool.
1: I fucking loved it, too. Uh, a fucking coworker, Kelsey, if motherfucker, if you listen to this, there's your name. Um, <laughs> he's been bugging me and bugging me and bugging me. He's like, dude, did you listen to the new Skeleton Witch song? I'm like, no, nope, motherfucker, I haven't listened to it yet. You know, I kind of was, you know, writing him off, writing him off, and he literally walks up behind me with the phone and is playing it in my <laughs> ear, and I just start headbanging. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. He's like, that's the song I've been trying to get you to listen to, motherfucker, and then he just walks away <laughs> from me. So, yeah, it's- that's Loved that's, it. It's that's actually I really cool wait. that
0: you have. That's really cool that you have that kind of interaction at work. <laughs> I was just
2: gonna say I wish I had a fucking coworker do that's that to me. Awesome. Yeah, he's
1: a he's a real good guy. Yeah, he works uh, over in logistics. Uh, Damn, he's a a great guy to have around. Hell so, yeah. actually, we were uh, completely off topic this morning Monday meeting. Well, no, same topic because it's on the metal topic. But with Kelsey, Monday morning meeting, right? We're uh, playing reverse charade, where one person has to guess what the other group is doing. And we often do this where we like split into teams and then do this like is Monday morning to like get the week going or whatever. (laughs) So we're we're doing reverse charades and fucking mosh pit comes up. And me and Kelsey were the (laughs) ones that were acting shit out. So we just started like thrashing (laughs) in the middle of the room and like pushing each other around and shit. It was just a good time. They got it. They knew it was mosh pit. But it was just funny that when the metal dudes are up there. Mosh pit comes on for us. So is that what
0: you guys are like the metal dudes? Everyone knows it and just yeah, yeah, yeah. Like That's awesome. nobody else
1: there really. So yeah, it's like yeah, but yeah, it was just funny because then we started moshing with. Are no you guys music wear on, like but. Cannibal
2: Corp shirts on Casual Friday?
1: Uh, I have a couple, not a Cannibal shirt. I've worn like a Black Dahlia shirt oh, okay. uh, on occasion, but I've usually just rep the company logo shirt. because I normally <laughs> wear like nice clothes during right. the week, like polo and dress pants, and then I just jeans company shirt so but he does (laughs) (laughs) he does (laughs) fuck yeah kelsey
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, anyways it's fucking good dude kurt balu produced can't wait mixed by frederick nordstrom so you know it's gonna sound good (laughs) if you guys like that yeah that that clip i mean it's seven minutes of that shit so oh yeah no it's definitely gonna be on my radar now yeah dude if the rest of that album is that good then it's gonna be a good fucking album can't wait what do you have shoddy
1: uh, I have some shit out of, uh, Australia. Hmm. Uh, I don't know if we've talked, they sound familiar, dude, but I've never, like, listened. I don't feel like I've heard them before. Requiem is the band name, uh, and The Earth Grew Dark is the album. Uh, came out earlier this year, uh, and I don't know, man, it's just, like, some weird shit. Like, I feel like it has, like, some, which is what I'm not really into, but it has, like, thrash elements, but, like, they mix in, like, the melodic shit, so... Hmm i don't know it's kind of weird and they kind of like throw in some shit where you know like i said it's melodic and then it just completely changes so i don't know listen to the clip and then let me know what you think about it all right
2: that was definitely a shoddy pick modern sounding technical-ish death metal i actually but, really liked it yeah it was when cool I I liked liked it too. guitars That's
0: like hit like yeah
1: it, it's it was hard for me to like i guess pick a song yeah a song that like encompassed me but like I dude because it like it really sounds different on the album like i guess that song kind of sounds like it but i guess their sound is much more broad than that hmm. so yeah
0: it's the only thing i was like the vocals might take me a second to get
2: into it. I don't know.
0: I kind of like that. You know? Yeah,
1: I. Re- that's what really took me. I guess it was interesting. By the horns first was was his vocals.
2: Yeah, it was like there was some variety. He was going all over the place. Really. Mm-hmm. It was kind of. Yeah, it kept my attention. I was listening to that. Then he had this cool riffs and shit. It was cool. I could see. I could see myself getting into it. All right. Um. Yeah. This. I, I was in between this one and another one that a couple of our listeners have been mentioning, but um. I don't know, I kinda wanna get your guys' reaction on this one more. This one this is a really fun one for me and it's a little different than what we normally bring in on the show, so why don't you guys just go ahead and hit play, let's see what you guys think.
0: Is this a band we would know?
2: (laughs) No, but you would know the
0: guest vocals. vocals.
2: Oh, I was going to ask that exact question. (sighs) That's not Blind Guardian vocals, is it? It is. It okay. is. Hansi yeah. Kirsch of Blind Guardian doing some guest vocals in there.
0: Yeah, you can hear that. Okay.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I said it once before. I said it many times before. I'd rather listen to this than like Judas Priest, like the heavy metal. I'd yeah. rather go like the aggressive power metal. And I did enjoy it, but man, I got to be in a mood for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get I, that, but it makes I me so that happy too. To though.
1: I don't know if it was because it was a little bit, I mean, maybe less, but yeah, I enjoyed that.
2: Sometimes you got to pull stand out of that dirty death metal down in the gutters, you know, up, up into the high fucking power metal, soaring vocal. I know, melodies. but I
0: mean, <laughs> I can go, I can easily go into a black metal mood, thrash metal mood, you know, hardcore, yeah. but uh, power metal, it takes some, it takes some effort.
2: I hear you. <laughs> but, but, okay, but I wanted to, see, okay, first of all, this band's called Judicator. Okay. With a J, Judicator. The album is The Last Emperor, and that song was Spiritual Treason. Um uh-huh. But the, the thing that I thought was really cool about this power metal album is, uh, I mean, because I don't listen to much of it either. I mean, honestly, Blind Guardian is pretty much the only power metal I really ever put on. You yeah, know, once yeah. in a while I check something out, but that's like the only band I ever go back to, with a few exceptions. But um, I like the... Dude, they, they throw in those gang vocals like a decent amount on this album. I thought that maybe would ke- like get you guys into it. Mm-hmm. You guys didn't... That wasn't it?
1: No, I am mean, a dude, like I said, I, I didn't hate it by any means, so... I,
2: it's solid power metal it's just i gotta be
0: in a mood for yeah. it yeah you know but well, that, no, I, yeah I, I mean i heard him and you know he's got a very you know i'm kind of like you blind guardian's freaking awesome but yeah yeah you can't not
2: like him so the story <laughs> yeah. with this band is the two dudes that made the band like they formed the band after meeting at a blind guardian concert <laughs> 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 and uh so there's a lot of blind guardian influence which is cool and he's got some some really good vocals in his own right. Like that last, I think that last high note was him. Um, but yeah, it's just cool, dude. They have a lot of, it's just a ton of energy. It's fun and, you know, upbeat, ripping, really talented guys. But I just, I, I really, I mean, I'm a sucker for any kind of gang vocals. And they throw those in there quite a bit and it just adds a little bit of fun to it. So that's uh, that's my last pick for the week. So are we going to get into it, Ben?
0: The, the group, yeah. group pick? Yeah, the group pick. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I only listened to it once today. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Son of a bitch. A I've been That's like
1: nice though. Fresh ears. No,
0: yeah, and but I've been kind of waiting for the right moment, kind of thing, you know. And, <laughs> I don't <laughs> and know. I just knew I had the right moment. No, I, today wasn't. I just I, I was like I gotta listen to this before,
2: you know. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah.
0: But we're talking about at the gates. I mean,
2: yeah. To drink from the night itself. Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm, I yeah, I got fresh years. I only listened to it once, so I'm all my reactions are just one time through. Mm-hmm. But so I'm really interested what you guys, you guys spent some time with it. So I want to hear what you guys say about it, and you know.
1: No, I didn't spend too much time with it. No, I, I've given you know a good solid three or four listens. Okay, See
2: that I think that's an important factor because I I think this is a definite grower. It's mm-hmm. not a slot of the Soul where the first time you hear it, uh, those big yeah. things, ca- you know, stick in yeah, your head. I completely this one, agree. Yeah, and I listened to it the first time, and I was, you know, well, first off, the first couple singles that came out, I was kind of underwhelmed, like, oh, it kind of, you know, that first single they put out that kind of sounded like Blinded by Fear, their same riff, and then the second one was, was good, but it it wasn't enough to make me be like, this is going to be amazing. But, and the first time listening to it, I was like, okay, this is good. It's definitely like a seven or an eight or whatever. But, didn't really impress me but I, then i was going to do that interview so i was listening to it a bunch more so i've listened to it quite a few times at this point for over the past couple of weeks and i would say it's grown on me like a, quite a bit so like parts that at first weren't hitting me are now sticking out a lot more and now I'd, I'd have it up more towards like a rating wise i mean i don't know like more towards that eight and a half you know like that range more so mm-hmm. it's definitely up there it's definitely up there now for me
1: uh i guess the question i want to ask is uh the big one where does it <laughs> no i guess where does it stand with you know with respect to at war with reality that sort of, yeah. mm-hmm. that's
3: right mm-hmm. yeah
0: you guys i want i really want to go back and listen to that cd now because it's been a while since i listened to that one too
1: see because i know that like the back of something else so yeah
0: and i really like that album but yeah. i know i i kind of had that vibe though and maybe this is going to be a grower because i wasn't loving the whole thing you know some parts were mm-hmm. boring some parts were too slow mm-hmm. to me you know I felt like it started out strong. I know what you're saying about the riffs, but I mean I do like that the first single they put out a I lot. I do too now. I do too yeah. now. See, yeah. See,
1: I didn't listen to any of the singles, so I was Okay, so you just the went entire, in. And, yeah. yeah, I was fresh the entire way through. I so. thought it
0: like started kind of had like started out fast, kind of ended fast, but like in the middle it was kind of like more I, almost do, dark I and still feel
1: like it was slow, slow. though. That yeah. was I guess my my one issue. Is the album is still slow. I mean, after listening to, you know, At War with Reality a little bit, it's still slow compared mm-hmm. to, you know, Slaughter of the Soul, so it's just, that's my, totally one, agree. my one issue, is that it's, the whole See, CD chugs the, a little bit. I that's love the part it, that but,
2: That's the part that grew on me, though, like, those okay. songs that were kind of, at first, I, I was like, you know what, I kind of like that, like, atmosphere they're adding in there, I mean, I don't, like, what I realized from hearing that single was, like, I don't really want to hear Slaughter of the Soul part, two unless it's... I mean you just can't do that. It's just not gonna happen. So like I like no, how they're I, throwing I, in some, some different feel, shit. But like And I like not how those atmospheres in there
1: song where the speed, you know, resembled that of Slaughter of the Soul. There wasn't one song like that well, I would disagree. On, at war with reality.
2: I would disagree with both those. I mean do, I think the i think really? the yeah, like they
1: give you that punch and that speed, and that make you, you know. I guess they give you the same feeling. Me- the metronome may be the same, mm-hmm. but I guess feeling wise. Okay, well that. Okay, that's, yeah. I guess that's what I'm talking about, man. They didn't, you know.
3: It's that, hard, dude. That when you have an album, moment
1: never happened <laughs> even like for a right. fraction. I still love the albums, but I guess that's just the energy that I'm looking for for just one more mm-hmm. song, one more yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no uh, i know what I you're hate saying speaking Ill. i mean i hate speaking ill it's just like a fantasy that's well it.
2: that's that's the hard thing though it's like how do you do it again like it's a I lightning know. in a bottle you know so i get it i get what you're saying but that's but that's what i like about it because the the first few songs especially the first two i feel like they are going down that same road Oh yeah for sure mm-hmm. but you know and they and i really like them now but like I said, it's just hard to do it twice. So like, I kind of like how instead they do different things and it's just a different vibe altogether. And I like those. I like how they like that song daggers something. It's super atmospheric. There's a lot of tremolo and, and, and just darker vibes going on throughout it. And I like that. Or like, oh, that was one towards the end, which I think is, it's not a single. I'm kind of surprised a uh, sea of starvation, super fucking melodic. It's one that stands out after listening to it a few times and it's, but it's got a lot of the atmospheric shit in it too. Like or just not that heavy hitting, fast thrashy sound of like slaughter the soul, you know. Mm-hmm. But but I like those uh, I like those tracks now. So I don't know. That's why I say like after listening to it a few times, you realize okay they're doing they're doing something different. So then when I'm in the mood for that, I put it on and it's like okay now I'm I'm like vibing with it more.
0: I mean I think um, maybe the th- whole lack of thrashiness or I mean maybe it's because of Anders. I don't know how did he have a any say in this at all. I mean what, no nothing. Yeah, so I mean that could be it. Maybe he was the one that was bringing that.
1: That who speed? knows. Maybe
0: if he, yeah, maybe if he was still in the band, we would have just had another of the same kind of CD. Maybe it is good that he kind of left, and you know they did their mm-hmm. own something different. And
1: yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, yeah. For anybody who doesn't know, obviously Anders Bjorler, Bjorler left. He did supposedly about sixty percent of the songwriting, is what they say. Oh, on the so. CD? No, like previously. So oh, I mean, okay. Jonas had done quite a bit too. Yeah, you know, and then just now all of a sudden he's doing all of it all with, with thomas too but um i did think the solos were interesting that's that's their new guitarist i believe he did the solos for it mm-hmm. which i thought yeah. were really cool and they, you could tell they're different they
1: stand I, out uh, yeah, you never heard yeah. those before
3: nope you'd like to
1: agree with you man yeah no i, I did like them because it did sound different i was like mm-hmm. oh that's that's not at the gates but i liked it <laughs> like yeah yeah
2: if you're if you want to me the standout track for me like i said sea of starvation i really like but but um uh, and i talked to uh adrian about this i said my favorite song on it is colors of the beast if you go and just just click play on that one without listening to the whole album dude it's the heaviest track on there it's the one that starts with like a bunch of chugs and Mm -hmm. shit real death Mm -hmm. metal yeah dude i love that track
0: I, I, that's a you know, I'm glad you brought that up because that's a like, one thing I did notice like even just one time through I just did like the it just wasn't so thrashy and there was that death metal mm-hmm. influence like they, which they kind of lack sometimes they do just have more of just fast and you know awesome but yeah I like the here in the death metal that's
2: a good point yeah because and i don't want to ruin it because in the interview he talks they, he mentions a few of the influences and a few of the things that they kind of were stylizing it after mm. and it was kind of interesting and it makes a lot of sense but i agree it's true i mean like in the past they would take more from uh like a slayer type of a sound yeah, or, or just, uh just awesomeness it. yeah yeah you're right and then they kind of threw in a little more of actual death metal into but they mix it with their own signature shit yeah which is kind of cool of course yeah, we'll see where. I mean, it's one of those. Like I said, it's got to spend some time with it. You know, it'll be interesting when we talk about this at the end of the year. If this is gonna pop up or not? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's a good point because it's got yeah, potential too. Really good
1: point. Yeah,
2: I'm such a fanboy for At the Gates. Like, I'm never gonna not like an album from them. Probably, but yeah, I mean, it's
0: yeah, we're not gonna write them off like some other bands.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, fucker.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I highly recommend it. I say listen to it couple times a week and see if it grows on you yeah, if you're if you're a fan of the band because mm-hmm. if you're a fan of even of their older shit they kind of like uh with fear you know some of those older albums terminal spirit disease those ones had a little more of that atmosphere and stuff so it kind of takes some from that and uh mixes it so
1: alrighty, righty let's, let's get uh, to our countdown yes sir yes sir top five debut metal <laughs> albums <laughs> who's yep, starting so? us off uh, Ooh, uh, I, I can okay, okay. All, right. All right. did
2: you rank them or did you just no, kinda, oh, no. i, guess, so I we just need kinda... to
1: clarify this i did this off of my i guess personal and like yeah because i'm gonna have a couple on here maybe that might weird some people out but That's like good. it's kind of like some personal shit like where we That's were at we the want. time like and then after going back and being like holy shit this came out so yeah i guess i just want my headspace to be out there so everybody knows where i'm going dan okay. did- Same. Um,
0: Mine's kind of just a kind of... I guess I'll explain
2: each one why I think it's...
1: Okay. You know,
0: it's not really as a whole, but...
2: One thing I realized doing this is, like, how hard it is to write a fucking awesome debut. Yeah, Yeah. really. You know
1: what I mean? it it really is. Because I I wanted to throw a couple curveballs in there, and depending on how we're looking, I might do that. And I
0: noticed, like... There's a lot, there was a lot I went through too. And you know, there's a lot of good debuts, but there's like a lot of really good second albums out there. Like yeah. Exactly. Most, you know, uh, yeah. so it's like, I was like thinking, like, oh, no,
2: this one. And I was like, oh, wait, no, it's a second album. And then the next <laughs> one, like, oh, no, second album. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, yeah. Uh, another pattern I noticed was, god damn, dude, death metal probably has the most good debut releases ever and i didn't want to go down that road but i'm, yeah. of I'm saying, right now three of them are death metal okay <laughs> you know Dude, i did the yeah. same thing i was like i can't do all death metal so but i picked like three i think you look at other genres and i guess i'll throw out an
0: honorable mention right now like napalm death scum it was mm-hmm. on my list but you know like that's like really only one of the i mean a lot of other genres there's not really a lot of good melodic death metal debut
2: albums or right you know it's true but yeah, it something true. about death metal they hit it right on a lot of albums yeah i I agree i didn't want to do just that so anyway stan what's your what's your first
0: well um i got three death metal i'll start with the death metal um i'm gonna do uh dismembered like an ever-flowing stream
2: was expecting this one one you know top five
0: album of mine ever like you know one of my favorite albums but i guess the reason i picked this one is because it's it's noted that like i don't like with the exception of one album i do kind of like massive killing capacity by them but really the rest of their discography i don't can't think of anything good to say about it you know this was just like you know i'm not a big dismember fan i'm
2: just a really big fan of this album oh that's interesting okay yeah Mm -hmm. okay okay I, Cause so. I'm I might be the opposite of that. I almost like their whole as a whole a little bit more. uh Like I just put a tweet out the other day about um indecent and obscene. That it's like the third album, or fourth album, I forget. But okay, it's it's the one I listen to the most from them. I, I go to it more than than uh, like an ever really? flowing stream for some. Yeah, I don't know what it is, dude. It's like I don't know. a Little I like the variety on it, but I mean you can't deny like an ever flowing stream. But yeah, it's funny you mentioned a, a massive killing capacity because a lot of times people write that one off. See, I know, but I actually really like it.
1: That's that. Oh. That's, that's Daniel right there. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
0: who else really likes that? Uh, Chase from Gate Creeper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I read it. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I, I just, I always love this album. It's like, out of that, you know, when you compare it to like, I guess like, comparing it to Entombed. Like, I love mm-hmm. Left a play- Path, but I also love Clandestine, like, better you know mm, yeah yeah and like wolverine blues sometimes i like that better than the, you know so i can't really put that one
2: mm, as a I see but dismember it's is. like a
0: obvious to me like debut album top
2: okay hey yeah good fucking choice i left it off i i was like well actually fuck it well, let's go right into mine 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 is entombed
1: uh, t- <laughs> left hand
2: left hand pass
1: I left it off because I knew one of you fuckers was gonna yeah. put it on,
2: and <laughs> like I was, and I was having that debate. That's why I was like listening to a bunch of fucking and dismembered and entombed this week. I was trying to like decide in my head like which one am I going with? And then uh, I th- was thinking like you were thinking, Stan. I was like, well, I don't know because sometimes I'm like more for clandestine and mm-hmm. Wolverine, but um, I, I, but then I listened to Left Hand again, and then I listened to Like Never, and I was like, you know what? Something about entombed does it for me just a little bit more and it's something to do with the like raw um balls to the wall feel that it has like mm-hmm. it just has a to me it has a slightly more loose approach like yeah, yeah. I, do you know for what i sure. mean for sure do you get that too okay okay
0: yeah dismembered's more a little polished and you know yeah in a way yeah i know i know what you're saying it's hard to explain but like yeah left hand's a good album too like <laughs> yeah
2: yeah <laughs> something about it man it's just it's 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 not too long it's just a fucking just a bolt of energy i mean obviously they got the guitar the famous guitar tone they both share that but Mm -hmm. you know the vocals on it just something about it just hits home with me in 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 this weird raw kind of like way i can't explain it totally but they're both great albums and sometimes i i go back and forth on them but i think i think this is it for me i think this has got to be The one that maybe gets above it, as far as not a band versus band, but album versus album, it would be this one. As far as the Swedish stuff goes, so (laughs) that's uh, that's that's my that's my pick.
1: Nobody's wrong here.
2: Mm -mm. No, I'm a little more right, but no one's wrong.
1: (laughs) Oh (laughs) damn it, dude!
0: Shoddy. What
2: do you
1: what do you have? Alrighty, um, I have uh, fucking some Black Dahlia Murder, (sighs) unhollowed. I was Mm -hmm. thinking this one. That's, I mean, for a debut from michigan from back in the day watching that goddamn you know music video on my tv (laughs) and then i mean listening to the rest of the album i mean
0: it started so it started so many branches in our musical taste that it means a lot to me this album but the problem I had with this, I was comparing it to other Black Dahlia stuff. See, and, I mean, dude, you know, I just, just thought, everything overpowered it, you know. I, so, it,
1: but I isolated it though in time as being a new album back in like what was it? I think oh four or whenever, whenever the fuck it came out. Like, mm-hmm. Closed Casket Requiem, the speed that the I mean the the raw energy there with the vocals. Like I feel like Trevor was about to like his vocal cords were gonna come out of his mouth at certain points there like he was just gonna start bleeding at the mouth because if it's, you know it's just you don't hear that like shrieking anymore i guess with him it's just for a first album dude for how yeah, it's kind of they that were, raw factor yeah there was the raw factor there that i feel like we just they, you don't get with the not that they're not good but it's just being debut being them young there's just that raw factor that was there i just mm-hmm. i don't know it's No, it's a solid
0: and it's like i i would say this an honorable mention for this list for me Mm -hmm. you know definitely thought
2: about it but just didn't make it yeah did a lot for us all that's for
1: sure okay fuck you both
2: (laughs) (laughs) i knew you were gonna have it though i was trying to think like what shot are you gonna have that's the only one i could think of off the top of my head but
1: Uh, okay well that's cool i guess
2: okay um
0: i'm gonna go uh comeback kid turn it around
2: Twist in the yes, yeah, okay,
0: and it's obvious. Like, you know, I actually kind of thought some there's some really good hardcore debuts. Like, uh, I really like like the Ghost Insides, Fearing the Fallen ones, you know, Hmm. that's an honorable mention. And even, like, Stick to Your Guns, that, you know, that raw first one they put out. I forget what it's called. Okay.
1: For what it's worth?
0: Yeah, for what it's worth. And I like, <laughs> you know, maybe not the production and stuff, but I like the songs themselves. Like, I really wish they re- would have re-recorded it or something, Ooh. but...
1: Well, I guess, can I interject real quick? Because you yep. just said one of mine. I actually had Stick to Your Guns for What It's Worth on here, on my <laughs> oh, list. Oh, no wait. shit. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I won't Steal talk the too spotlight much. from Stan. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm just going to go ahead and just give it right back to him. I'm just going to say it's on my list and then I won't talk <laughs> later on about it. But, yeah, I mean, I guess I could have when, you know, Down the Road Stan was talking about just, mm-hmm. I mean, and those other albums probably sound better than this one. This was just personal, but yeah, I I agree, Stan. It sounds like shit, though.
0: Yeah, but no, Comeback Kid, like, it was just one of the first ones I thought of when we thought about this topic, because it's just like, Mm. okay, it's not even my favorite Comeback Kid album. I like Wake the Dead the most, you know. That's what I was going to ask you. You know, I like it so much more, but this one I do always liked it, and it's kind of like, it was just so cool. It was like a side project kind of thing, and they just did it, and then just people fell in love with it, and like... You know, they wanted more and more, and they gave you "Wake the Dead" and just like set the tone for what Comeback Kid is, and they're one of my favorite, like all-time favorite hardcore band. So I guess it means a lot to me mm-hmm. this album.
2: You know, oh, it's a good, good, great fucking album. Yeah, just now fun I want and to like, listen to it to be honest. Yeah, because <laughs> I have been, been in a hardcore mood lately, and uh, that sounded pretty good. Mm-hmm. Side note: Have you listened to their last album from last year? I have not actually. Uh, I'd be curious on your reaction on that because they kind of um... different yeah they throw a few pop punk things in there okay i don't know Mm. i don't know how i feel about it but i like i like more straight ahead hardcore comeback hit yeah but anyways good pick all right um why don't we uh let's do one of my clips for this one um go ahead and listen to number one okay any guesses on who that was oh man no.
0: I feel like I know it
2: but- uh-huh. I, oh, I don't know it's probably gonna bother me <laughs> shoddy no
1: no man I wish I knew
2: okay, so that's Mastodon
1: oh my god dude that's no fucking joke who I was that, going to guess yeah 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 I mean I know so, you, I wanted to play
2: the clip because I know you guys don't listen mm, to it so well, different. Some of the newer stuff.
1: yeah but yeah they're newer stuff man but I know like when i was I was honestly going through the discographies and I like. I was like, hmm, I wonder how good that album is, (laughs) because I literally just had never, I've still, to this day, I've never listened to it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm fucked up.
2: If anything, just put that song on in full, Crusher Destroyer, it's the first track of there, and it's got so many trademark Mastodon things that they kind of take with them, like that first riff, it's Mm -hmm. so fucking chunky, it's kind of like Blood and Thunder, I mean, it's just, it's got so much fucking power to it, and then at the end like at the end of that clip where they start throwing those fucking like like just 70s like weird what i don't know what do you call like southerny kind of yeah leads from brent of course got to be brent playing that shit Mm -hmm. dude it just goes all over the place and it's it's from yeah it's from remission and uh i remember back in high school our fucking teacher hundy from record metal podcast always had this album art up on his wall and I, you know, yep, it's fucking striking yep. cover, you know, with the horse and whatever, and made me check it out. And back then, it was a little too much for me. But after being a fan of Mastodon, and you go back to it and everything, and and I, it's really fucking good. I mean, it's just, it's basically it's like a different band because you just have the one style vocals. They don't do as much as they do mm-hmm, on the mm-hmm, on the Prague mm-hmm. or later albums. But it's but it's such a it's such a fun listen. Even on this one, they were doing all those progressive, you know, ideas. They were coming out. It's just interesting to kind of hear where they started with it.
1: Don't have to go back and check that one out for sure. Yeah. I'm slip yeah through the do. radar.
2: Yeah. I don't know. It's just 2002. Fucking, uh, it's, it's interesting. Like there's songs on the like old Nessie. I was almost going to put that one on. It kind of, it's got the proggy shit that you'll hear like on all the later albums and everything. But, um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't have a fa- favorite on album. I, I used to say Crack the Sky. I don't know what it is these days. And these days I like the triple vocal style they have, but there's something about the old raw shit that, uh, is always fun to listen to so mm-hmm. yeah all right who uh shoddy what do you have
1: Alrighty, um i guess branching off of my last pick that i actually made not the one that stan made for me um is uh arsis a celebration of guilt oh okay i remember nice getting kick. that fucking black dahlia album and seeing inspired by or whatever arsis and being like who the fuck is arsis but yeah man yeah that's just i mean and they've been accredited by so many bands that I listen to, I just always, you know, every from fucking in to, I mean, all the tech that they all arses, 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 arses. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, man, they're, that's a
2: good pick, dude. I, I totally, I forget about that album and it's such a fun. Listen, like, i love that band i, I was listening to him the other day uh or it came on shuffle and it's like mm-hmm. they have those they, they just mix the tech death shit but then you'll hear these little carcass moments and i hear so much carcass <laughs> shit in there
1: yeah i know man it's, that's the weird thing is after we you know because we did that that carcass episode a couple episodes ago mm-hmm. and i remember like i put this on and i was like holy shit like you know like you're we were were saying it. yeah just hearing the similarities between the two of them
2: yeah so but they put their own spin on it
1: yeah yeah
2: yeah, they're one of the um, more of a tech death band that I I always really liked. I, I heard they're they're doing some new shit, and you know Brandon Ellis yeah. is is with them from Black Dahlia, and uh, supposedly it's Trevor I think has said it's sounding pretty good. So we'll see.
1: Hmm. I feel like we've been waiting forever. So <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> we'll see though.
2: Stan. Oh,
0: Me. Oh, okay, back to death metal. Um, back to what? death metal.
2: This your third pick? Yeah.
0: Yeah, third. Um. One of my other yeah, it's like I'm I guess I'm revealing my top five right now. <laughs> top five death metal albums. Uh Incantation onward to Golgotha. You son of a bitch. Oh you yeah stole, one of you still mine. <laughs>
3: Dude, it's
0: <laughs> Oh I don't even know what about this is like the one of the best death metal albums ever. <laughs> oh, it's so good.
2: surprise surprise like everything you've been bringing in for the past couple of months is basically just in <laughs> yeah. that realm yep. oh yeah <laughs> but so damn good
0: and like i don't know like you know and i, I compare it to like okay so they're from obviously the new york scene mm-hmm. and that was just so much like i was like oh well then i was thinking like suffocation well oh, that's a good one too you right, know exactly oh, yeah, but I this one.
1: I was like, huh?
0: Yeah. It's honorable mention, but this one, I mean, you know, (laughs) this one takes the cake for sure.
2: (laughs) 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 But. Yeah. It's funny you picked it because I had this. This is one of the first ones I thought of just because it's been, Mm -hmm. you know, over the past couple of years, death metal is just, I've listened to it more and more and more. And you kind of just keep going down that rabbit hole and it led me to you know you just want something a little more disgusting and oh yeah get to incantation and you kind of find the gem you know the the crown jewel i mean
0: and i guess it says something to actually make our list either because there's so many good debut albums in like 90 91 92 from these bands yeah and you know if they actually make our list i think it says something but i mean this one obviously stood out i mean even like the the Florida stuff, like Cannibal Corpse's first album, not that great, you know. I don't love it. Yeah, I don't love it. I mean, obituaries. There's a few good, good ones. But, but, you know, but mm-hmm. New York was as strong. But this is, for me, this is like the top of the New York scene.
2: Yeah. It's, you know, to be honest, it's the only album from them I ever really listened yeah. to. Well, I I dabbled in like the newer stuff, but yeah, it's really the only one. I heard their one from last year was actually really good. It but. is, yeah i mean as far as the new york bands go i spend more time overall with like suffocation or incantation but as far as like single albums go you can't you know what i mean this yeah, album course, is yeah. fucking so and it's interesting i mean it's just cool too because like i swear like last year just just recently in the past few years like i feel like so many bands are going down this style too you know it's like it's, it, it seems like oh yeah for sure it's, they've influenced so many bands in the last few years that have been coming out so mm-hmm. it's like an important you know it's an important one really too I read a I was reading a quote when I was like looking up some shit about it from the guitarist and he says uh death metal is supposed to be agonizing, raw, brutal, and evil. And I feel like <laughs> it just summarizes this album, you know? Yeah. It's more on the like atmosphere than it is on brutality, I guess, kinda, but 'cause it's got the doomy shit going on, but yeah. But it works. It makes it good with the death metal. So alright, I guess I won't be talking about it anymore since uh <laughs> Stan's fucking on both sorry. our lists
1: dude I know what the fuck the <laughs> and you are uh,
2: actually uh, I don't want to spoil anything but there's a good chance the next two are on your list too <laughs> son of a bitch <laughs> well I guarantee one of mine is not going to be on either of yours so oh, that's good
1: <laughs> Okay, well, what is it
2: no you go you're next uh,
1: you go <laughs> <laughs> actually
2: back to Stan because he took both of ours oh yeah that's right okay. yeah. so let's get another one from Stan yeah. okay my uh,
0: another not death metal one is uh, the somberland by dissection
2: Oh. Mm. I didn't even think of I that. I mean, this is, I
0: I don't want to say too much now cuz I want to reserve the right to talk about this in more in depth in the future. But I mean oh. this this is a <laughs> it's a masterpiece. It's absolute I'm with you. absolute masterpiece.
2: I'm with you on that. Do fucking. you prefer it to Storm Lights? Oh, yeah, no? I do.
0: Yep. Mm. I like the mm. raw. I like the
2: more. I don't know. Random. Yeah. Chaotic. I don't I, know.
0: Yeah. I guess that's good. Yeah. I I, I, I do. do. There's
2: more going on. I guess you know.
0: Yeah. But I like the sound and everything about it. And I mean, don't get me wrong. The other one's a masterpiece too. They're both.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, both must have albums. But yeah, because Storm's a little more polished. Yes, for sure. A little more
2: streamlined.
0: But this one's just raw and like, and it was just different though too, like melodic black metal. Like, I don't know, yeah, just different. Oh, yeah,
2: that's a good pick. I didn't, even, that didn't even cross my mind. There was a few black metal albums that did. That's like, and I didn't, I didn't use any black metal actually on this list. But and it
0: was actually because I just didn't want to have five death metal albums, so I <laughs> made an effort to go out and. But then I was like, oh my god, how did I not think of this at first? You know,
2: yeah, <laughs> kind of thing, yeah. but well since you did a non death metal i'll do a death metal and maybe i'll beat you to something i don't know okay <laughs> there's so there was so many to pick from it it was so hard but um i'm gonna go with uh morbid angel mm. altars of madness okay Is it on yours? No, it's not. Okay, no, all right, it's not. Honestly, I was wrestling between a few, you know, and I just kind of played them all, and I was, I, I, I kind of had to go with a gut feeling and and what I go back to more than others. And uh to be honest, there's a few newer releases that I contemplated throwing on here, and I'll like, mention those as honorables.
0: Okay, I think I have the same ones, but
2: okay, you probably <laughs> do. And I was kind of like debating between that or this, but I was like, you know what, fuck, it's fucking Morbid Angel. So I was like, I'm just I'm putting Alters of Madness on here. It's just one of those albums, dude. I mean, front to back, it's just amazing. It, you think about it from 1989, and it's just crazy, dude. I mean, mm-hmm. haunting the chapel. I mean, it's just or uh, fucking haunting chapel. What is it called? Chapel of Ghouls. Yeah, just fucking so good, dude. I just love it. But you know what's interesting about it? I don't know if it really they had a uh, an album that they wrote before this. You guys know that, mm-hmm.
0: and then they released it after or something
2: yeah abominations of desolation they wrote it in like 86 yeah different vocalist and they weren't uh satisfied with it so they didn't release it because i guess Trey is like a perfectionist did they redo
1: it with a new vocalist then
2: well kind of like you said
1: different or did they just re-record it
2: they shelved it and then they got david vincent and they Uh, did they did this album and they re-recorded a couple of the songs on that one and then they they re-recorded a lot of the other songs like throughout you know mm, okay like on different CDs. Damn, but um, I did not know that. I didn't yeah, even think so, it was that bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, Trey's fucked up, dude. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's no alters, but
2: yeah. no. But then Earache re-released it. I don't. probably without their permission, like in like the Iraq. year after in ninety two.
1: Iraq? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> uh. I can dude it's like uh, every time I see it now that's all I see. I can't I don't see E Rake anymore. Iraq. Iraq. I almost said it to somebody the other day. I was like
2: probably fucking Kelsey. Maybe it is. Maybe all of us are wrong. Stan's right. <laughs> I think we
1: are all wrong. Oh all right, what do you have? Uh I guess um uh, not really the same realm at all. Still a good pick though. Barnes' first album after his departure from Cannibal Corpse. Okay, hell
0: yeah, I'm with that. Six Feet Under Haunted? All right, you just took my last one.
1: (laughs) Are you serious? Yeah, Yeah. I snaked one from you? (laughs) Well, okay, I knew you were gonna... Did you know that I would have it on there? No, I I actually didn't, because
0: you're probably the most Six Feet Under fan out of all of us, Mm -hmm. I would say for sure, but like... I really, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's songs here and there, and there's some parts I like of albums, but I mean. But
1: Haunted from, the, I I completely agree with you, dude. The, the rest of it's kind finish. of like a
0: joke, but
2: this yep. is an actual yep. legit
1: album. Yep. You know? Yep. Oh,
2: yeah. It crossed my mind, too. Yeah. I mean, this yeah. album's great.
1: From start to finish, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I completely agree with you, man.
2: You know why I left it off?
1: Because you knew I would have it on there?
2: <laughs> well, that's one reason. Okay. <laughs> but Looks. I there was a couple different bands like that where, like, I I wanted to give it to a band where it was, like, really a debut. I know this is a debut, but just the fact that, like, Barnes was from other bands, that yeah. guy's an obituary from other bands. Yeah, so that was my saying. only line of thinking. I was like, I kind of wanted it to be something where it was, like, purely mm-hmm. new. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But no disrespect, because it's, yeah, it's fucking, it's such a good album, dude. People joke on them so much, but they forget, like, Haunted is fucking awesome.
3: Well, exactly,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Remains of You... Nothing Die. remains of you.
4: it, simply from the in your skull. Not the your torso. your it, the in your skull. Not the in your torso are took, your life of you Or the toil the rot corpse Mutilated earth to death Move the take, take, Your empty body, now that
3: Must on onto skull and skin Life
4: is remains of
0: you. Of you. Well, seeing he took mm-hmm. mine, I guess I'll throw in an honorable mention right now. Uh, good. I'm yeah. sorry. Fucking, I mean, I gotta talk about it. Okay, Gate Creeper. <laughs> yeah. <Okay>. <laughs> oh <laughs> All on my the god. Same page.
2: Same page.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's just, still, that's like. That's my favorite album, like of modern stuff. And I, that's going to be hard to beat over my lifetime, that album. <laughs> it's just something, it's just one of those ones that hit, it, I don't know,
2: it just hit me. It It felt, it was like I was on the same, it's on my playlist. I made a playlist of like best debuts and I put it on there and I was like debating it because I was like, I kind of want this on my top five. But then I was like, I don't know, is that like blasphemous to put it over like some of these other classics? You know what I mean? And I don't think it is. Like I would have respected it totally, but I, I get what you're saying. Well, it's because, you know, they, they take so much from a bunch of the other classics, but they do it in a way that's, like, mm-hmm. so gay creeper, yeah. you know? So, I'm with you, dude. It's so fucking good. That was one of my honorables, and then my one of my other ones was uh, Blood Incantation, which I don't think you ever I, listened to. I
0: never listened to it, yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's right up your alley. It's that same kind of dark descent, grimy, a mm-hmm. little technical, a little progressive. I mean, it's just, but it's, it's, it's recorded in uh, analog. Oh, okay you nice. know what i mean yeah yeah so but anyways that yeah those are my those are my two honorable mentions for like the newer shit and also necrot oh
0: yeah, yeah. oh fuck and Blood Dude, Offerings. i forgot
2: about that yep. good call see that's what i'm saying what is it with death metal i don't know <laughs> but i mean this is
0: modern <laughs> bands that they're yeah they're not doing anything new but they're just i mean they just capture it so well like it's almost like It's a blast from the past, like we're in Mm -hmm. '91 again. I mean, we were only three, but like this is how I think it would be like. Like, I don't know, they just do it so well and so fresh. The thing that's cool about the
2: newer death metal bands too is like they kind of take the best things from all of them and then use them. You know, Mm -hmm. so it's like you get a little bit of what you like about all those classic bands all in one. You know. Mm -hmm. But anyways, all right. uh, My last one is the Dillinger Escape Plan, Calculating Infinity. Mm. I don't actually think I've ever listened to this one really yeah probably you not
1: either shot here no i'm sorry i was never due to big dillinger fans so i
2: know i know i wish we could talk about it more in this podcast but i know you guys never really as well at least this older stuff i mean at the time when it came out it was like i didn't really get it fully but um i remember being like what in the fuck is going on like you know it's just such an insane album <laughs> this album and it's just like and you think of the time that it came out no one did anything like this i mean there was bands doing weird shit you know like we talked about botch last time and stuff like that but these guys i mean they don't use any normal music theory there's no their structure is just whatever that they want
1: well i dude and i remember listening to it as you know being younger and being like what in the fuck is going on here right and then just turning it off (laughs) (laughs)
2: there's something about this first album though like they they never went this crazy again. I mean, this mm-hmm. one is just full on balls to the wall. It's ADD to the max, changes every 10 seconds, 30 seconds or something <laughs> else going on. I mean, they're, they're mad men, you know, the drumming, uh, was it Chris Penny, I think on this album, everything about it is fucked. And there's enough little breaks they give you to where like, you know, because it's so crazy, it's hard to just listen to it for a long time, but they'll put these little breaks in like little electronic things or little jazzy interludes and Mm-hmm. I mean, I might like some of their later albums better, but this one is still, you know, a classic. So, yeah. Nice. Good Shiny. pick, dude. You got one left?
1: Yeah, last pick, last pick. Uh not anything really special. I mean, it was just I guess it was special to us at the time when it came out, but uh it's uh Born of Osiris is the new reign. Uh, yeah. That's what I was thinking this one too. Wow. forgot yeah, about that. Oh, so that was on your list as well, man? No,
0: not even an honorable mention, but it was just obvi- it was a I thought of it for sure and like it was kind of like this and After the Burials first one, too. But mm-hmm. see, this one more.
1: The, yeah, See, yeah, this one way more than After the Burials. I mean, I, their first album, yeah, it was pretty strong, but it was the one that came out after that, yeah, that the rare was, form. Yeah. That was, yeah, way... I mean, I, it was another one where the second album was <laughs> more legit than the first. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I just remember, like, listening to this at the time and just, uh, just being fucking, I guess, blown away by it. Oh, yeah. So,
0: no, it's a solid yeah. pick. I mean... You know, I was thinking like more. There's not a lot of really a lot of metalcore that came out with a debut album either. Like Killswitch's first one wasn't that great. Like,
1: yeah, no, I mean, Parkways more...
0: was good, but like their second one just blew it out of the water. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I thought one of you guys was going to say Parkway.
1: No, but that's the thing, man. It, it's like their Horizons first album like, was. Yeah. But while I was thinking
0: it, like metalcore, I thought of Born of Osiris for sure. Yeah, like, you know, that's the first thing debut, I thought of.
1: Yep, Yeah, that's a definite debut album. Mm-hmm. So.
2: not bad any honorable mentions that we didn't cover
0: uh i mean i always like scream bloody gore by death but Mm -hmm. you know it's death everything's good um (laughs) i if you guys will let me put this one (laughs) i know it's this is not a debut album this is our fifth album but they should have been a different (laughs) band okay pantera so they put put out four glam albums but then they came out with cowboys from hell
1: you did it! You did it! You did it! <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: no, no good.
1: No, you
0: won't let me do it. All no, right, no, right. Wait, I'll let
1: you fuck him. I'll let you do it. It was the first <laughs> album that I thought about when we did this list because that was a complete. You almost think brand. of it
2: as a debut album, yeah, but it's comp- not. Yeah, it is. but it's, 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 there's something about forming and just coming out with magic. Right no, away. no, I
0: know what you're saying. Yeah. I know what you're saying. <laughs> Dude, I, you know what I
2: thought about was uh, down Nola the side project but again i was like well these guys are all on other bands it's so i just i didn't you know what i
1: mean mm-hmm. i mean Different. yeah but did the pantera thing though was not the same i get the it, down I get thing. because there was nothing there before and they literally completely changed their sound from being glam to being pantera so well, it's like the topic isn't best
2: change okay
1: <laughs> uh Stan, you know that two <laughs> is greater than one right <laughs> <laughs> And I, yeah, I,
0: I actually well I I have one last one and then I'll let you guys I give major props to Under first two albums. The Ugh, black wow. metal ones. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay. Act of Depression and Cries of the Past. I love those fucking albums. I don't okay. know. I just you know, they're just so raw and so like extreme compared to like that pussy shit they do, you know, nowadays, <laughs> but
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, I just yeah, really love those two
0: um two first albums, so I would never put them was, on a list, but you know, honorable mention, yeah. I guess.
2: I was thinking of like Mayhem, hmm. their first actual debut album, *Day Mysterious*. You know, yep. Um, I was thinking of Pestilence. Um, I mean, the big ones. I didn't really want to go there just because everybody knows it, like Metallica and Slayer. Well,
1: yeah, I, I mean, you
2: know what I mean. I mean, Hella Waits meant, is fucking was- amazing. Kill 'em All's amazing, obviously. Yeah, but I like this
0: there are other stuff, you know, I like Raining Blood and Master Puppets exactly. better, you know. See
1: I just feel like this Same was here. actually pretty hard. Like I'll be honest, it's it kind actually, of a hard topic. It was to one of those ones I you said it,
2: like, oh this could be so easy, you know.
1: Yeah, and I kinda waited in.
2: on it, but no, it was actually hard.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, well especially if you take the angle of like, did they do a better one after?
4: I mean, that yeah. one, it's like, like, like,
1: well that's yeah, that's why I guess it's very we hard. fucked up. We should have defined the parameters before we went off on this expedition. No, I think we did good. Yeah, I guess. a lot of variety okay. and you know yeah, a little overlap sure. but all right well if, if you right, like well. it stand. that's all that matters to me <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well now we've got a good interview uh i really like talking to this guy he was really cool really friendly he uh like i said he talks a lot about some, this new album so gave me a little bit of a different viewpoint on it i guess so adrian from at the gates check it out cool
0: and uh yeah if you haven't done it so yet like get over to patreon i'm telling you guys it's a place oh, to yeah. be <laughs> dude, what did yeah, we do they're... last
1: time dude there were so many girls dude, so much It's just a party <laughs> all the time
0: what <laughs> 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 um, uh well, yeah we just put out a bonus episode no one no one else heard it right besides our patrons no right?
2: no this is exclusive one yeah, yeah we did
0: oh uh, you know you get to vote and pick a uh, pick
2: listener songs we have to listen to and you know we put our two cents and it's good stuff yeah yeah we did what like 15 songs Mm -hmm. that our listeners picked and we listened to them talked about them and i know a lot of people send uh will send us you know check out this check out that and try and do it when we can but sometimes we just can't fit them into the normal episode so we'll definitely get to them over there that's priority number one if you're on the patreon if not you know we'll still try and get to them here when we can for sure but
0: and we want to thank all our patrons. You know, it's just a good time. You know, we got like Lock our own in. little group of
2: uh, <laughs> I love it. They're yeah. always posting, it's awesome. Yeah, I know it's a fucking community over there. God, they do more work than I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, looks like we're done. Uh, in time for you to get to American Idol, so I'll yes. just sign us off. Yeah, oh, yeah, God
1: Shoddy. <laughs> 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 yeah, you guys, I gotta get there. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's me. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Well. We thank you guys for listening. Like always, please follow us on our social medias. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm Stan shoddy. the Man.
2: I'm Jason. I'm shoddy. Stand the man. <laughs> <laughs> and
3: you I guys stay metal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I know obviously the new album's coming out this Friday on the 18th um are you getting pretty excited for everybody to finally hear it
5: yeah I mean uh, this album's sort of been in the making for like the better part of a year and a half now for us so for it to actually come out it's it's sort of like the the fun part I mean the writing part is great but like uh, when the music's released that's when it sort of comes full circle you know when you start going out and seeing people's reaction to the stuff that you created and you get to travel and you know drink beer and play <laughs> music it's, it's good. <laughs> that, that side of it like uh, obviously a lot more social yeah where, whereas uh, you're a bit more like a hermit you know like working on the ideas at home right in sure. the right in the writing process so i do really enjoy both sides of it but when you haven't been doing that much touring for a while, you sort of start to get itchy feet.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, do you do you ever uh, read any of the reviews as they're coming out for the album, or people's reactions, or do you kind of ignore it all? Uh, I mean,
5: um, I, I do I do read it. I've sort of uh, changed how I deal with it. It's
2: a dangerous dangerous game, right? <laughs>
5: uh, I mean, you know, like uh, everyone uh, have. Obviously, the right to their opinion, yeah, and it's it's kind of a a bit of a futile game, like hoping that you're going to change everybody's mind. But um, you know what? What we can do is uh, we obviously write music uh, that we love, and you know, for people that like it, that's cool. If you yeah. don't like it, then that, that that is kind of also cool, you know. It's uh, I mean, people sort of. Um seem to wanna have an opinion and and put the opinion out, whether it's like got anything to do with anything it's it still gets put out there, so I've sort of whisked through it hmm uh but um yeah
2: yeah, yeah, i mean yeah. that's that's true man it's in this day and age, I mean with everything online, I feel like if you're in a band or doing anything creatively putting yourself out there i mean. You kind of have to have thick skin or be a hermit and not look around yeah. anywhere.
5: <laughs> I, I, for a while, it was, it was kind of really annoying me when people coming out with stupid. So, like, they don't even get the facts right. Yeah. And just sort of launch into this long thing. And it was annoying me. But these, these days, I, you know, like, I've got other things to put my energy on. So, yeah. I sort of, like, don't get too emotionally involved in it but you know of course it it's it's interesting to read if someone's got like a valid point we're actually making sense in what they're saying then fair play you know
2: yeah that's a good point um i mean it's funny you guys put out the last album and you had all this pressure because you guys were coming back after such a long time and then it's like all of a sudden you get this pressure again you know being that you had uh anders leave the band you know, yeah. does it feel like a similar pressure or is it like which one was easier to kind of deal with, I guess?
5: I think this album uh, is easier because uh, we've sort of already broken because uh, when we were doing the reunion circuit, uh, just still kind of touring on Slaughter of the Soul, we were sort of safe then because like if we hadn't put anything out, people could say, say stuff about our live gigs but then as soon as you stick your neck out and release a new album then you sort of uh, uh
2: then you sort of a fair game again you know yeah oh yeah and uh,
5: we were debating like writing new music for such a long time so by the time the album actually came the previous album actually came out we were sort of so happy that it came out that we didn't really care if <laughs> people had shit to say you know
3: (laughs) yeah but uh, the thing with this
5: album is that uh, like when anders left the process of him leaving happened uh, in that he first said look guys please don't book any more shows i need a break and we said okay that's cool we'll we'll take a break and i I do know how long the break is going to be and he couldn't tell us how long break he wanted And uh, he couldn't tell us what the outcome was going to be after the break, whether he just needed to rest. So it was kind of like, uh, uh, how long is a piece of string? You know, we don't know if we got a band, we have a band that want because four of the five of us really were burning to play more for the previous album. Mm. And uh, he wanted a break. And we honor that. And then he's not coming back all of a sudden. But then uh, Jonas and Thomas had already sort of started working on new ideas. So when Anders sort of announced officially that uh, he's no longer part of the band, we were more than halfway through completing the
2: demos for oh, this okay, one. okay, sure. So
5: so then uh, it almost, it almost it, like, it, take this the right way, it almost felt like a relief at that point, mm-hmm. you know, because we were we sort of like not knowing what he was going to do And uh, we didn't want to make any decisions for him either, because, you know, I I still love him. He's a a great guy, but, you know, he he chose to go a different route. Yeah. So so being held waiting, that was the more difficult part of this album coming out. Once he said, like, look, guys, I'm not going to be part of it. Then it was like it sort of stoked our fire a lot more.
2: Yeah. uh, Did it allow...
5: sorry and the se- the second part of the album actually came together pretty quickly after that
2: that's interesting so, to hear i mean it, it's kind of um i mean like so when he left like that i mean i guess it was already being written and everything and then you find yeah, out
5: because because uh, jonas wrote about uh i don't know like maybe 40 percent of that war with uh reality mm-hmm. so he so he kind of i'm not really sure if he sort of secretly knew
2: yeah. Already,
5: because they're twin brothers. Brotherly
2: intuition, thing. yeah. Yeah.
5: yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if he already knew that Anders was going to leave, and that's why he sort of got started, or if he got started because he wanted to write his share of the next album. Mm-hmm. But uh, either way, it's sort of when Anders said that he's not going to be part of it, it's over. it really moved it along pretty quick after that.
2: So I know, like a lot of people were focusing on the negative of that, being that you know he Mm. he did a lot of the songwriting and everything. But Mm. I guess what were the positives of him leaving? I mean, did it open up ideas or different creative ideas? You know what I mean?
5: He, I mean, Anders Anders is uh, like a a really creative person, but he's also he was pretty fixed in how he wanted because he did most of the writing for at war with reality and he was pretty sort of set in his ways how he wanted yeah. it to be and uh of course like as you can hear that the music has progressed quite a bit for the new album
2: yeah exactly
5: if you compare if you compare the two albums that the new one is taking like a, quite a, a long step from the previous one so i i think that jonas uh the fact that anders was n- no longer part of it sort of made it a, a bit more free if if that makes sense that like we can try some new ideas we, we can stretch what what we do as a band and um, yeah i think that's uh, sort of really comes out on the album
2: yeah yeah it makes a lot of sense because i know that was one of the things i really like about this one is one big difference i noticed was you guys seem to kind of expand the sound a little bit there's some atmospheric parts here and there stuff that wasn't really on the last one especially wasn't on slaughter are those the kind of things you're talking about a little bit
5: yeah yeah exactly i mean uh, we we've used uh, violins and stuff in the past but uh, this time there's like a small quartet of an orchestra Mm. uh, playing on parts of the songs and uh, we have like um, there's a few uh, sections with acoustic guitar so, things like that that we wouldn't have done with the previous lineup. Well, I, do, I think if those ideas would have come up, then they'd have sounded completely different.
2: Sure. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. No. Yeah. You know, so now, you guys have this new kind of songwriting team and and slightly process. Now, are there any limits that you guys would kind of place on at the gates? I mean, do you want to retain some of the core sound, or you know, for the future and whatnot?
5: Um. I mean, we have already decided that there will be another album after this. Okay. So, and uh, I think Jonas has actually already started doing some demos. Wow. Like for for riffs, you're just loosely like putting ideas down. Whether they get used or not, we'll have to see. But, uh, and uh, there's been talks about uh, like we'll bring like sound cards and laptops and stuff on tour and, you know, like document ideas for when they occur. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think uh, there's a newfound sort of inspiration. And I think um, that will definitely rub off on the next. It's obviously too early to to speak of follow up to, to Drink from the Night itself before th- this one's <laughs> even come out. But uh, there is a, like a real come on, let's go yeah. vibe in the band. And uh, you'll see that we'll be doing like quite a lot more shows for this album than we did for a uh, war with reality.
2: Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. Mm. You mm. know, and then you've got your new guitarist, uh, Jonas, the second Jonas now. I mean, how do you yeah. think that'll change in the future? I mean, I know you guys have said you're going to have him involved in the songwriting process. Is he going to, I'm sure you guys have messed around with things, but you think he'll gel pretty well in the future with the songwriting?
5: Um, well, the plan is uh, that he will be a writing member. Okay. Whether uh, he, he's, he's really creative, you know, like I worked, Play with him in the lurking fear as well, and um, yeah, the plan is that he's going to be writing stuff. But of course, uh, we'll see how that sort of pans out. You know, it's 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 too early to say. But uh, he's definitely a creative person, and he's he really knows what At the Gates is about. So I think like if it happens that he writes stuff and it's it fits, then it'll be used. You know?
2: Yeah, sure sure one song that i i really love so far it's been a standout um i'm still kind of digesting the album obviously but the the colors of the beast i really yeah. really like that one what uh how did that one come together
5: um it's um i mean we want, we wanted to uh, to have like a really heavy one okay um, yeah, yeah. on the on the album and uh when uh, Jonah sent the first few sort of templates of the songs through to me and said what kind of ideas have you got for drums for this I, I sort of uh, got like um kind of like a morbid angel vibe like um uh, where the slime lives Oh yeah like that, that makes a lot
2: of sense <laughs> and <laughs> very uh, heavy
5: yeah and uh, when I s- started recording the demo drums for it it sort of uh, it kind of be- became heavier than than what I had intended and then uh, when I sent that through, then uh, Thomas and uh, Jonas had even further ideas of like, oh no, go half time here and just like really emphasize and like because uh, parts of that song is sort of played on the toms and yeah, it it's definitely the heavier. Or heaviest song of the album, I think.
2: Yeah, I would agree. It's funny because it's one of the ones that seems more removed from like the Slaughter of the Soul days, and which is a surprise that it's one of my favorite ones on there. Being that I love Slaughter so much.
5: Yeah, I think um, that one definitely covers the heavier of uh, the album um, with um, like other songs like uh, Dagger of Black Haze. I
2: was just going to say that. Yeah,
5: it's a kind of more uh, almost that uh, that song could almost have been on our second album it's uh sort of uh
2: yeah the is
5: um, yeah it, it yeah the atmosphere sort of it goes back to like our second album a bit on that and um the mirror black as well is um that's gonna definitely be the closure of of our live set i think
2: oh that's cool man
5: yeah so there's a few different cakes on offer yeah yeah yeah
2: It's cool. That's that's what I like about it—the variety. You can tell there's it's just an expansion again, and it's a really Mm. varied album. So that's I really like that about it, man.
5: Yeah, that's great.
2: So you mentioned touring a couple times. Um, Are we going to be able to catch you guys in the states? Hopefully.
5: uh, You will for sure. Okay, great. Um, As it stands now, we're going to Japan in two weeks' time. Okay. Then, then we got like a string of summer festivals that takes us up to end of August. Then we have. south and latin america in september and sort of mid october to end of november we have um, a u.s tour planned Mm. now the package is already planned out and all the dates and everything but like it's meant to not be yeah it's a secret till (laughs) till
3: june yeah
5: because um yeah i don't know like uh, the politics of uh, when when packages are released and stuff, but yeah, it's a killer package and it's going to be, a, it's a full extensive U.S. tour.
2: Oh, awesome. And
5: then that sort of takes us up to the end of the year. we got some Turkey, Greece, and some Eastern European okay. gigs uh, at the end of the year. And then we have a European tour starting in 10th of January, again, with like the packages not official yet so i can't speak about yeah. it but um but yeah we're, we're basically planning on uh, going twice around you'd be busy. The world on this yeah uh, <laughs> i hope so <laughs> i mean if uh, we'll see obviously how it goes but the outline is that we're going to do two u.s tours to two european tours awesome then um, yeah we'll see we'll see
2: what do you like happens. doing better like you said the fe- you got some festivals coming up in the summer. I mean, I'm sure that's some big crowds. What what's kind of your favorite doing the those or the more intimate ones? Or um,
5: I think I, I mean it's so different because uh, like when you're traveling and doing festivals, then you you go home during the week.
2: Mm, yeah, that's So true.
5: so then you you might be away like Thursday to Sunday, and then Monday to Wednesday, you're at home. Then you leave again Thursday morning. Yeah. So it, it, that's a completely different. You're kind of living more out of a the bag than whereas uh, when uh, you're on tour, you have a tour bus, and that kind of becomes your home, and you sort of settle into it a bit more. And uh, like that kind of bus touring is definitely uh, less disruptive. But I, I, I like all sides of it. The thing that you get more of in the summer that I don't like is the airports okay yeah and, and uh, like all the security checks and what's in this bag and that kind of stuff <laughs> yeah but you know it makes up for it when you you're coming and you're playing places like Vaken and yeah like grass pop and Hellfest, fest uh, killer killer fest how
2: does that feel going there. out onto a stage like of that size like vacken that's got to be insane
5: it's it's pretty crazy it's um i mean i've got like pretty bad eyesight so without glasses i can't oh. really <laughs> make out how big the crowd is but it's uh it, yeah, it's pretty pretty crazy when the crowd is uh, overpowering the PA.
2: Oh, my it's, God, uh, yeah.
5: Yeah, both types of touring are, are really cool.
2: Sure. Cool, man. Well, like I said, I'm hoping uh, that'll be great when you guys get over to the States. Can't wait to see you guys. Um, I've never seen you before, so I'm hoping this will be finally the year.
5: Excellent, man. I look forward to it. This, uh, the package that we're coming with is going to be... It'll turn a few heads, yeah, um, for sure. That's awesome. So uh, I, I'm really looking forward to it.
2: Can't wait. Well, th- thank you so much, Adrian. I really appreciate the interview,
5: man. All right, man. Cool. Take care, and see you on tour.
2: All right. Have a good one, and good luck with the album.
5: All right, man. Cheers. Thank you.